With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's the podcast guy. Something like Talk Time on Podcast. It's the Simon Podcast. episode of Sutton United Talk Time on podcast. Um, I think I've cut the intro a little bit short there, but um, we are talking about the Milton Keynes match yesterday. And joining me, I've got Neil. Hiya, Neil. How are you? Fine, thank you, Mike. Good to see you again. Good. Yeah, good to have you back on. And we have Andy as well. Hi, Andy. How are you? I'm all right. Pleased to be away from Milton Keynes. <laughs> <At night. laughs> yeah. So, always, we start with positives. It wasn't a goal in the last five, ten minutes. So, come on, boys. Well done there. That's amazing. <laughs> how were you feeling pre-match um, before any of the lineups or anything? Um, Neil, how, how were you feeling about this game? Obviously, it's against higher opposition. Um, what, what was your thoughts? Well, considering that uh, we didn't lose to any uh, yeah. League One teams in uh, normal time last year, I was sort of thinking, you know, Possibly confident that we might sneak something. I had sort of seen that on their forum that probably they were going to, uh, you know, have six or seven changes from the side that uh, lost to Sheffield Wednesday on the Saturday. So uh, I thought we were in with a chance. Yeah, and Andy, yourself, what were your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it was, again, it was a bit like Cardiff last year in terms of it was a bit of a free hit. Um, 
I, I thought it was going to be it was going to be close, and because um, they they've not made a great start to the season at all, and I think it was always going to be kind of quite close to the wire. And I was thinking mm, maybe this is going to go to penalties, but unfortunately that wasn't the case. Yeah, I mean, where you, where you mentioned we didn't lose to any League One sides in in normal time, we didn't win against any League One teams in normal time. We were undefeated. Uh, but Portsmouth. We, Portsmouth. Oh, Portsmouth, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about the Pizza Cup. How can I forget about the Pizza Cup? That's my <laughs> favourite competition. <laughs> I'll take that back. That's good. Yeah, you see, more positives. Well done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the lineup. I thought we would have a little change around. I thought we'd switch Enzio up and maybe give Harry a start. Um, I got that wrong. Um, but what were your thoughts on the lineup? Were you expecting on the change side or were you expecting some changes in this one? I thought that, you know, um, that perhaps Omar might be out because he looked as if he was uh, injured um, from Doncaster. So uh, I was expecting that change, but I thought possibly uh, Craig might have been out and uh, Harry might have started in midfield. So I thought we'd probably only have a couple of changes. Yeah. And Andy? I, I, no, I thought it was pretty much a line-up that it was going to be. Uh, Matt, Matt's from what i see matt's quite predictable he will pick he knows what his like starting 11 are and he sticks to it almost regardless of the competition he's he's certainly not the type of manager that will squad rotate as such he's more of the type of i'm going to play the players that i want and then maybe change it around a bit later so when i saw the lineup was identical apart from as neil said maybe omar not being quite fit although yeah it seemed absolutely fine um yeah it was quite i think it was quite expected yeah, and um, obviously I wasn't there. You guys were there. And a nice, big, big, big stadium. Not many people in there, but it was a big stadium. <laughs> how how did that play feel? The box. You know, there was, uh, <laughs> I think there was about 250 of us. I didn't uh, I didn't actually hear the announcement when it came out, which uh, we're always very rude about our PA system at uh, Gander Green Lane. But I thought the PA system, because there was nobody in the stadium, was virtually inaudible. So I heard them mention how many away fans, but I didn't hear it. I think it was 2263 with 273 from us. Yeah. Um, I think. I think Dan worked it out that it was like something like 12 or 13% of, of the attendance. So like we're, we're big time. Um, <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, it, not a huge attendance, but then they never are, are they? But it just seems odd to have such a big stadium. And it kind of, it's that age old story. Just do you have the big stadium ready for when you get bigger? Um, but then do you not lose the atmosphere? So is it not better to have a smaller stadium full up? Um, who knows? I'm sure more, more interesting and intelligent people than me think about that and work it out. Um, but it's just a little. Thing. It just seemed odd that they squeezed them all into one, one section. That was so that they could save on cost of stewards and um, things like that, and, 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 and not have all the um, various bars and things open. So yeah. I heard that there was one of their sort of coordinating stewards sort of having a conversation with somebody. So, uh, oh, excellent. Um, but what did you think of the game? We have to talk about the game. Um, what, did, what did you think about the game um, overall? So, Andy, if I start with you this time, yeah, you... I think to be honest, it was it wasn't a high quality game um, from either side. Um, 
played at a kind of a slowish pace to start off with. They have most of the possession, as invariably most opponents against us do, but as Matt quite rightly says, not about possession. Uh, weirdly enough, I thought we were significantly better after we made substitutions. Um, I think every player that came on actually probably did better than the player they replaced. Um, it, it was, it was, yeah, bizarre. And I think, to me, the most telling was actually when John Barden came on. <clears throat> I think our, our defence looked shaky. Um, I think Kobe goes off. Um, Joe Kizzy moves into the centre and Barden just, it, it, it's almost like he had a kind of almost like a reassuring influence on the on defence. And it was, I, I was pretty confident they weren't going to score a second after that. Uh, but yeah, I, it wasn't, it wasn't a high quality game. It was nothing like Cardiff the previous season. Which was you know manic end-to-end stuff, really good, really good football on display. This was just a, it kind of it reflected the atmosphere, which was really quite mainly due to numbers, but mainly because MK Dons don't make any noise. It's really bizarre. Um, you come I mean, you can tell the club has no history. The, the entire experience was ex- the, probably the most sanitised I've seen, um, and it kind of felt and it felt like that permeated on the pitch. So. Um, yeah, I'd say probably overall fair result, but it wasn't a high quality game. Have you, Neil? Yours? I, I, it reminded me of some of the games behind locked doors in COVID, really, in terms, <laughs> of, in terms of the atmosphere. So, uh, and yeah, MK were were very well organised. They were good slick passers, and uh, you know they 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 used their wing backs well they put them right out on the touchline they'd worked they'd done their homework on us so i think they had sort of worked out uh, the way they were going to play us to sort of try and negate uh, our threats and uh, that sort of largely uh, worked i disagree slightly with what andy said because i thought omar had a good game when he went off yeah no so, i agree and I don't think that Kwame made any sort of impact when he came on. And I thought Craig had his worst game for us. I thought Craig was virtually anonymous in in the, uh, you know, until he went off. And, yeah. uh, and I, I agree with, I think everybody that came on did make a difference. It slightly changed the way that we played and uh, we had a little, we, we kept it down a little bit more. We kept a bit more control and we sort of, up the pace a little bit so perhaps it was getting cooler but uh, you know I, I i i think i agree with andy i thought we might sneak one and get to penalties you know a bit of a, a payback for doncaster but uh, it wasn't to to be but i i agree i i didn't see them scoring another one it, it kind of felt like if the game had gone on for another 10 minutes we probably would have scored it was yeah. the momentum yeah. was but yeah the last 10 minutes particularly the momentum was certainly with us yeah. yeah, but I think their changes made them worse, whereas our changes made them better. So I yeah. think that's why there was that sort of bit of a bit of a shift in momentum, probably for the last quarter of an hour. Um, yeah, I mean, I I did notice one comment about the the substitution for uh, Kobe and then John coming on instead of the centre back that we signed. Um, only thing I'd say is Matt did say way at the beginning of the season he was. He was well covered in centre back, so the, the two young centre backs we signed are both sort of extras. I don't think he's actually intending to chuck him in at any point. Um, and and Joe can play quite happily in, in the centre. We've not seen him there very much, but um, he can play quite happily there as well. Um, 
so yeah, see it. League, League Cup, we're out of again. We don't like that competition anyway. Pizza Cup is where it's at. Um, who was your player of the day, though? Can we can we have a couple nominations? Um, so if I start with you, Neil, first of all. Um, apart from the time, the one time he got turned inside out for their goal, Rob Milson, I thought was absolutely class. There was one particular block that was really superb and though their uh, right wing uh, was sort of having him for toast at times he used his experience that that guy just couldn't get past him without fouling he used his body well he he anticipated the space that the guy was trying to run into so uh, I say Rob was sort of number one standout and then again they were overrunning us in midfield, but again, I thought Ali Smith had a, another good game. He is, I, I still think he's our pivotal midfield player. So those would be my two of You're the two. Lovely. And Andy? I, I, with, with Rob Milson, I cannot disagree with a single <laughs> syllable that you said. I think you're absolutely spot on. Milson Milson was clearly my, my player of the match last night. I think... I, I want to say Barden, but even though he only played for a half um, mm -hmm. as well. Again, I just think he, he just settled down that defence yeah, really, really well. Um, and actually, I think, yeah, probably a, probably a fair nod, as again, Neil, as you said to Omar, um, he was, he was, you know, he was tireless in his, in his approach. He wasn't getting a huge amount of joy, but, you know, the, the effort and the, and the will was there. And I mean, it was, I, th I thought Donovan last night kind of got, a bit bullied out of the game, but Omar didn't. Um, and uh, yeah, so I'd, I'd, I'd probably go for Omar and um, de but definitely Rob Mills. Perfect. I will put them up later on. Omar never wins it. He's, I think he. I'm not going to go back and check, but he is probably the most most nominated <laughs> and hardly ever wins it. It's just an easy one. Omar, yeah, Omar, Omar. Um, but I will do that later, and I will remember this week. I do um, want we'll to. I do want to sort of make a, a positive because you were saying about let's have the positives. Well, again, I think uh, Killian Kassi, again, he he he's he's a man mountain for a boy who's so young. You know, I don't know what they fed him on in the academy. Dundo 2.0. He, he really is. And uh, <laughs> nearly, you know, the part that he played holding the ball up, juggling it with his head, contr turning, controlling, laying out the pass that nearly uh, went to our... Uh, potentially uh, wonder equaliser in the uh, in the 90th minute was that was a, a bit of class there i'd have liked to have seen him come on earlier for uh, donovan uh, to play upside alongside uh, omar for a bit uh, longer because i th i think matt is probably going to i think he will get another forward in but i think he'll stick with killian because i think i think we're seeing potential there yeah i, I think um, yeah, Tope oh. was again a free hit, and so Killian was a striker five, or we're going to bring someone else in. So I still think we're we're, we're one we're one out there. Um, I think we can keep Killian and be above the squad numbers because of his age and the his age, yeah, and yeah. growth. So therefore, he, we can have a, an extra man in our squad, which might come in useful later on. Absolutely, I, I, I agree. I thought that, that was Killian's best performance in the Sutton shirt. For his for his cameo, and again, he was just he was oozing confidence last night. And Matt mentioned about how you know he's going to see whether Killian goes out on loan or stays with us. I actually think Matt, after last night, he's going to keep him rather than send him out on loan. 
I think he's, cool. he could be very, very useful, particularly when we're a bit thin on the ground come December and the injuries hit a bit more. And but yeah, he was he was superb. Who knows? We might see him play a bit a bigger bigger part on Saturday when we face Barrow. Thank you for taking the time to listen to Sutton United Talk Time on podcast, the Sutton Podcast. If you are new to the show, hello, and you are very welcome. Hope you enjoy what we do. It's a very simple format. We get a few people on to talk about the game that's just gone, and then we preview the next game coming up. We are available on most podcast platforms where you can listen, rate, and review. If you find that we're not on your preferred platform, please let me know, and I'll sort that for you. If anyone would like to support the podcast, you can find out how with more information on the website, which is www.suttonpodcast.com, and there's a tab where you can find out how to be a guest as well. Please find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok with the username at Sutton Podcast. Every like, follow, and share is really appreciated. Hope you enjoy the rest of the show. Thank you. I will be bringing in Taylor um, now, who is a Barrow fan. And regular listeners will know I love claiming credit for all sorts of random things. But since Taylor last appeared on the show, he's got a new job, moved house. Um, so I'm going to take credit for that as well. <laughs> Hello, Taylor. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. You good. must be the happiest guest that we've had on in a while with the start you guys have had to the season. <laughs> what, what's that all about? What happened? I have no idea. I'm not used to the fact that we're actually winning games. Like, so the way we're winning these games as well, it's it's just it's mad. I can't get me around it. I mean, we would have taken credit, but Richie got himself injured before this. Uh, is it before the season or first game? Um, yeah, just uh, in pre-season, uh, he got a bit of a knock. So, uh, yeah, he's out for a couple of months, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's that is a real shame because we really we did we we love Richie. Yeah, um, so <laughs> it is a real, real shame. But yeah, you you must just be absolutely delighted with what's gone on so far. You because you did well. We we helped you survive last year. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Were you worried about the season going into it, or were you quietly confident with the changes that are taking place? Um, it's difficult because you look at the manager that comes in, you think. Right, that's a great appointment. You think, right, this is hopefully the start of moving towards something a little bit better than what the last two seasons have been. But then you think, well, the last two seasons have been sort of fighting relegation. So you're like, well, is that going to be is that going to be us again? Because um, it's difficult, obviously, when when you're sort of in that for two seasons in a row, it's difficult to raise your expectations and think you can be a bit more than that. But so far, so good, um, and hopefully it'll continue. But I'm, I think I was, I was confident in the appointment. I think it was just the, the initial sort of the last two seasons have been fighting relegation, so it's sort of getting out of that mindset. It's the fans, the players, is everyone's associated with the club that needs to sort of get out of the mindset of doing a little bit more than just surviving, and hopefully sort of pushing up the table a little bit more. Which so far we we seem to be doing all right. Yeah, I think the, the red hot favourites, well, not red hot, but favourite Stockport on opening day, and we're we're all sort of getting our phones and having a little shake, going, "What the hell's happening here? They've got this the wrong way round, haven't they?" Um, that must have been amazing, and you, you also a little bit worrying at, at, at that penalty. Oh, definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, I've never been so glad to see a linesman flag and that decision <laughs> to be overturned because I think. You know, you never want to lose a free goal lead. <coughs> Do it on the opening day would have been devastating. 
Like to think we got in such a great position in the first half and we could have blown that would have been absolutely gutting. Yeah, that that would have definitely put a downward spiral on the season already. Um, <laughs> and then last night it was a penalty win against Blackpool. That must have been nerve wracking and nice. Yeah, it was. I think we did really well actually. Um, we weren't as sort of as as free flowing, I would say, as as what we had been in the in the other two games. But I think that's to be expected against a championship team who put out a very strong team. I have to say. A lot of players started that game that started at the weekend. Um, so to to match them, I thought, for the majority of the game was very, very encouraging. I think we more than merited that, taking them all the way to a penalty shootout. And uh, brilliant penalties as well. Um, just, yeah, brilliant. Um, just <laughs> no hesitation. They just slotted it away. Um, I think, obviously, the, the, the one that we missed was unlucky. Um, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but we we had technically won the shootout before that penalty. Um, it was decided that the the keeper was off the line, but it was a bit debatable watching it back. Um, so he did miss. I think a, a lot of pressure was on that, but ultimately we got the result and we got to celebrate twice. So <laughs> that was all right. That's always good. Um, so you're are you making the trip? I know you did the 46 last year. Are you? Doing them all again this year, or I am trying my best to. Um, it's probably going to be a struggle this year, um, but I am going to try. Um, so far, so far, I'm managing it. Um, I am going on Saturday. Um, there was a bit of question questionable whether I was going to go. Uh, we weren't sure if the bus was going to run. Um, so, but we've been given the okay, and we're going. Um, so we're going to head down. Um, otherwise, it would have been a very expensive trip to stay yeah. over. So, um, but thankfully, I'm managing to go on the on the bus. So, because there's no trains running, so that would have been a, a pain. Yeah, but well, yeah, it's we're gonna going be, on the bus. It's going to be a bit different to when you were last with us. There's been quite a bit of work, and you can actually have a drink at the club now. Oh, that's <laughs> all right. Then, isn't it? <laughs> there's a bar and some food and all sorts there, guys. <laughs> um, so, what are your thoughts ahead of the match? What, what do you? Any, any prediction for you? I don't want to put any pressure on you, but my last couple of away guests have all been right. So <laughs> just 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 gonna throw that out there. Um I think yeah, I'm confident. Um I think I, I think we have every reason to be confident going into a game where we've beaten two of the, the best teams in the division, in my personal opinion. Uh teams I think are probably gonna be up there um against and I have to admit, a team I think are probably going to be down towards the bottom this year. Um, I think second season syndrome might kick in just a little bit, given you've obviously lost a couple of players as well. Um, and I think I think we have every reason to be confident. But again, you got to be you got to be vigilant against teams like yourself. Um, is that going to make it an easy ride? Um, I think he's going to rely on home form a lot this season to get sort of the magic fifty points in order to stay up. Um, so it'll be a struggle, but I think I think we can get a win uh, personally. Okay, I'll come to you first, Neil, before Andy first, because he wants to come back with something there. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> After ruining the end of last season for us, I think Barrow <laughs> owes something really. <laughs> so, uh, but I don't think the omens are particularly good because um, you know Pete Wild was Halifax manager. We didn't do very well against Halifax, so I think he's he's not going to be surprised by us. 
because he knows us very well. Yeah. So that might be uh, that might count in with favour. So uh, I think it's going to be a tough one. We we desperately need need a win to get a bit of momentum and a bit of confidence. So uh, so uh, you know it's um, it's not going to be easy. But uh, you know and uh, you know last season teams that started and came out the blocks and won their first two matches did end up down the bottom and vice versa. So uh, don't want Barrow to get too uh, cocky and carried away with themselves. And Andy, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you, know, you can't argue with six points out of six, but I think the fixtures fell nicely for you for the first game of the season. Playing Stockport first game of the season is exactly the point you want to play them because they've got a they've got quite a new team they're going to take a while to click um so getting three points there there's not going to be many teams that will get three points there come say from october onwards so that's yeah obviously that, that's great beating bradford um on the other hand i think is really really good because i think that they're a very very strong side i th i would say that bradford for me might even be the ones at the top of the table at the end of the, at the, end of the season so again getting three points against them fantastic um i i i don't think you're going to win on saturday and the reason why and i'm not being harsh um it's a long journey the weather is going to be absolutely boiling it's going to mm. sap the energy out of the players I, I i don't think it's going to be a classic game whatsoever um and just doing that journey and you know coming away with three points i think it's going to be a real tough ask i mean i, I drive up to you know been to barrow been to hulk street a number of times i mean just driving up there knackers me out i mean i'm not, I'm not a footballer but it's but it's such a, it's such a journey and it and yeah those those mileages do make a big difference i mean yeah going going to stockport for you guys is a couple of hours mm -hmm. coming down coming down to sutton you're looking at like six six or so hours mm -hmm. um I presume the club will come down the night before, but even so, it still it still takes it out of you. So, I, I will I will uh, hedge my bets on another draw for us, um, and I think that a draw will probably be a good result for us at this stage because I think we're we're still taking a bit of time to click in the same way as we did last season. Yeah, I, I was going to say draw as well because I was thinking we've we're pretty much matching our results for the beginning of the season last year at the moment and. Following that pattern would be a draw. Um, oh, the caveat so, to that, though, of course, was all our games are away at this point this season. Uh, yeah, I season. didn't want to. I, I'm going with positives, Andy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Neil, were you going to say something? My heart says 2 1, but my head sort of says it's probably 1 all. And uh, we'll probably get a dodgy penalty in the uh, 88th minute, so, you know, so that. Uh, just right. to. Uh, so there's a bit of karma with your penalty uh, against. Uh, <laughs> Stop so, I don't yeah. think it, I've ever had a one where all the Sutton fans are kind of going, "Oh, yeah, it'll probably be a draw." So that probably means we're going to like smash you six or seven. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, thanks a lot, gents. Um, I think we've kind of exhausted um, everything. Um, just a couple of um, last words. If anyone has anything, I think I, I'm going back to that Zoom meeting thing around the tables. Anyone have anything to add? Yeah, did it? Yeah. Did anyone notice how well those people who went? How MK Don smelled like a farm. Um, that's because it's surrounded by farms. And, it was, but uh, it was it was strange. It was uh, the last it's, it's twenty not, minutes. All of a sudden, it, yeah. it sounded. It smelled like cow poo. It's, it's, muck, spreading, it's muck spreading time. Basically, yeah. is what, what what happens is they, they they get their tractors out and they spread the muck, and it, it is it's delightful. It is 
I remember that, going to that Ireland. That wouldn't be the word kid. I would use, but yeah. I, I get your sentiment. I remember what? going to Ireland as a kid and opening up the windows, going, "Yes, I'm in Ireland." Jesus Christ! Shut those <laughs> windows. <laughs> it was. It reminded me of Swindon because Swindon, when last season, had a very, very odd smell. <laughs> it, it smelt like a. It smelt like a laundry. And again, I thought it was. <laughs> I thought I was having a. a I was having, a, you know, uh, you know. Um, smell of hallucinations, but uh, yeah, I'm glad you noticed it as well. Oh, um, I, I don't think anyone couldn't notice it. <laughs> yeah. it Overpowering, a big phenomenon apparently, but it often smells like that. Um, so I think it's because there is farmland around. Uh, but on that shit, you know, I will end. <laughs> <laughs> I will end it. Um, thank you all for your time, as always. Um, Taylor, I hope you have a lovely wasted journey down and back again. <laughs> Um, guys, I'll see you on, on Saturday, possibly in the fan zone, um, because, guys, it is hoppy hour, which thankfully does not mean you have to hop to get a drink. Um, I suspect it's a play on the hops of the beers, and it's 3.50 a pint between 12 and 1 in the fan zone and in the bars on Saturday. So um, everyone make your way to the fan zones. Um, I will make an appearance. I'm not sure how many of the pints I'll actually drink. but And I hear there's new there. furniture in there as well. There is new furniture in there, which is the furniture that... <laughs> ab was talking about and delighted with um and also i'm going to mention it again because i did mess it up a little bit last time sarah's cake sale is on sunday not saturday which makes a lot more sense that it's on sunday again where we don't have a match um, <laughs> at two o'clock so um do look at a, a, my tweets i'll retweet it out or her just giving page it's like a, a sort of a baker fun thing she's doing for dementia and as everyone knows her, her tasty treats are lovely i can't take any of them because of the sugar spikes um, but anyone else please indulge yourselves i'm gonna try out and see what the 1898 is going to bring me excellent lovely good stuff well see you guys saturday and taylor might see you on saturday as well take care thank you all for listening cheers guys cheers thank you Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.